Welcome back to another episode of Dead Trust. My name is Hammer. With me, as always, are Dusty and Gnome. And here, here. This is our this is our special Sunday show. Sunday We're Fun start Day. Doing Sunday Fun Day. <laughs> it's a it's it's definitely not a working name. It's just the you know <laughs> last minute bullshit. We also get to see our faces now. Yeah, yeah. Webcams. Yeah, the, the good face reveal. Oh, everybody's got something to be off to now. Oh yeah, man. Oh, this, is, this is this is to turn against. Yeah, this is the sexy stuff right here. This is what everybody's been waiting to see. This is what people pay for. You'll periodically see me uh, wiping the sweat off of my my fucking face and brow during the show. I walked into the house <laughs> earlier. My fucking air conditioner's not working, so it's uh, it was right at ninety degrees inside of this house. And I just got in the door like 20 minutes ago. I didn't have time to go down to the basement and fuck with the, the fucking unit or anything. So I'm just burning the fuck up, sweating. Dude, fuck that too, man. Being in J- uh, July and the AC went out. Holy oh, I know. Fuck, at, at, man. at least it's not like a bad, bad day out there today. And I, it, like on my way home, it looked like uh, some clouds were rolling in. So I think it's going to cool down a little bit. I mean, I'll get it. I'll get it fucking dealt with after the show. It'll, it'll get it, on. I'm like, probably going to have to. It's like, yeah, seven, okay, okay. Oh yeah. I was going to say it's like 70 and, and kind of sprinkling here, but I, yeah. I had the same thing kind of go down, man. I, I had uh, my AC go out last year, late fucking August, man. It was like a hundred something fucking degrees outside. That was, oh, we horrible. couldn't get the AC man here either for like fucking three days. It's like, Oh, oh I'm shit. sure. Yeah. Because a lot of times people don't keep up with their uh, their shit, just regular maintenance or cleaning them out, things like that. And that's, you know, your units really are something that you should uh, do pre- preventative maintenance to periodically. And uh, a lot of people don't do it, but I mean, it fucking, it saves you in the long run, honestly. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, um, I've had a couple relays go bad in that furnace here over the last two years in the wintertime. And I don't know what they're, it's, it's some type of relay. It's like a three part that has a spring that goes in it. And I guess the spring moves up and down, uh, to tell it when to kick on. And, uh, you know, the, the guys at the, uh, the part store, they told me that I've, I've probably saved myself a little over a thousand dollars just by learning how to do the shit on uh, YouTube and, uh, diagnosed the issues myself, fucking got the parts like dirt cheap. I remember the parts were were uh, fucking less than thirty bucks, and uh, just did all that shit by myself. So this would be another thing that I'll I'll do. But it's it's not like a uh, a super big issue. That I don't know how old that unit is. The um, but like I said, it's I know exactly what it is. It's the blower motor that's going out in it. So you know, three four hundred bucks and fucking that'd be that. I've managed to live my whole life up here in new england without air conditioning this summer thankfully it's got cool just about every single night yeah you're like you're like a europeaner yeah <laughs> nobody in so, europe has ac open up all the windows at night you were talking about having yours fuck up i remember um <clears throat> one time it was ours didn't fuck up it was when i was younger in north carolina i, I was still in junior high at the time uh some type of rodent got into the uh the unit like in i guess in our ducks and fucking died 
So it, <laughs> it was, yeah. Like if we had it on, it smelled like fucking death and it was in the middle of the heat wave. And, uh, I remember they, they had the air turned off for a couple of days. So like we were going to have somebody come and, uh, suck, uh, suck the vents, I guess. And, um, why don't you just put uh, your mouth around the vent and suck on it? Yeah, I know. But <laughs> like we had it off for a couple of days and, um, finally it had got to the point to where my mom was like, fuck this. And she turned it back on and then the smell was gone. So I don't know if something had got in and got whatever it was and fucking took it out or if it just decayed that quick because of the heat or what. But, um, thankfully it was only a couple of days that we had to deal with that shit, but I remember it was fucking miserable. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a terrible ultimatum though like have your house smell like shit or burn to death <laughs> yeah exactly I, I i remember like opening the freezer door and standing standing with my head in the freezer just to to get a fucking moment of uh relief it was it was fucking miserable miserable but you know that is what it is yeah when i, I was go. going through uh when i was going through real bad thyroid shit um i was just i was hot as fuck all the time and I used to work at a, a gas station for a while while I was in college. And uh, basically, I stocked the freezers every night. And, uh, man, they'd always think I was, there was, I was just, there's something fucking wrong with me, which there was. I mean, you know, but I mean, <laughs> they just couldn't believe it that I would sit in there in that negative 10 freezer all night in a fucking t-shirt and shorts. I was just burning up all the damn time, man. You know, so. Oh, I dude, I, Yeah. I'd be fucking happy in uh, something like that. My uh, my brother-in-law, he works, um, I won't say exactly what company it is that he works for, but this particular company, um, they do the, the bag of lettuce that you would see in, in stores. Yeah. And uh, he he's a financial controller or something like that. I don't know. He's up in accounting, but... Um, he talks about how horrible the working conditions are for the people that have to chop the lettuce and shit down there because, you know, it's fucking like 30 degrees or whatever in there. And, uh, he's, he's from Germany, my brother-in-law. So, uh, just the way it's crazy, the way that he sees things like, uh, one thing about him, he, he don't pick up sarcasm. I don't know if Germany just don't have sarcasm or what, but like, I'll say yeah. something and obviously everybody realizes I'm being sarcastic as fuck. And he's all like, Oh, really dusty. And I'm like, no, no, it's a fucking <laughs> joke, Angelo. Jesus. But, yeah, uh, uh Ger Germans are real, they're real dry. They're real dry. Yeah. 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 Like I, I used to, I used to talk to when I played Eve online, <laughs> um, in my corp on Eve online, there's a lot of Germans and, uh, they're just, man, that's just how they are. They're, yeah, they're not really sarcastic. They're real dry, real dry humor. I mean, they're they're good guys, but I mean that's just, oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's just how they are. It's culturally yeah. how they are. So yep, yeah, he's good people. Um, my my sister, she had to come up here with my mom and my stepdad um, Wednesday, I believe. Uh, somebody, my my stepdad's aunt passed away, or aunt, depending on where you're from. But uh, they came up here for the funeral Wednesday, and uh, my sister was all like, Dustin, let me, uh, Angelo is, has told me, like, he's real secretive about his family and everything. 
And uh, I know when he was getting his citizenship that he had to put my parents down uh, like on the form um, so they could do like background checks and shit on him or for whatever reason. And I was like, well, did he have to do that for, for me and my other sister and brother? And she's like, oh, I don't know. And this is my mom telling me this. But anyways, my sister was saying that he has started telling uh, like more and more about his family. And apparently um, some of them are from another country, like one side of his family. And I can't remember where the five to get where it was, but apparently he was real weird about that. New Schwaben land. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it was one of the countries around, and I like when she told me, I was like, "Really?" And they're like, "Yeah," but you know, that's something that he don't. I've just now found out about, and he's not talked about it a lot. And apparently, they lived in—is it East Germany? Uh, that was the bad part uh, when the wall was up. Uh, I believe so. That would be the uh, so- socialist version of Germany. Yeah. Yeah, so I think for a while they lived on the east side. They, they lived on the bad side, um, she was saying. And he just came out and fucking uh, told her about that. And then he was telling her that his dad, uh, <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck his dad did, but I'm going to have to dig more into this. But uh, apparently she was all like, I the way he's talking, I think it's got something to do with uh, the government or that he was working for the government. Don't know exactly what he was doing, uh, but I do know that he has met Vladimir Putin in his line of work. So obviously whatever the fuck my brother-in-law's dad was doing in East Germany was probably no fucking good. So I've just only uh, got the tip of the iceberg on that. Like I said, she was just kind of, it was kind of real quick in conversation as they were getting ready to head back to North Carolina that she came out and told me all this stuff. And I'm like, fucking really? All right. So I was like, now, does that mean that, that he's a fucking spy and shit? And that's why he's over here now, him being all secretive. Cause like his, uh, he's real into guns and, um, he's allowed to buy weapons here now. Um, he just bought him an AR and he's got a bunch of handguns and shit. Cause he's actually, he's a citizen. Now he was working for, uh, uh, Siemens as a financial controller there. And, um, they, uh, paid for his citizenship. He had to agree to work, work with him for like two years or whatever, but he's an actual citizen seems, now. And seems a little glowy to me. No, I know it really does, you know, and uh, he's real secretive and he's real pro America and fucking real pro gun and always posting. He's not on Facebook, but he's got an Instagram, but it's all these like uh, fucking, you know, red, white and blue with the fucking eagle and, you know, <laughs> hell yeah, America type memes and shit like that. And I'm American just like, number uh. one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it, it really is like if you've. Now that I'm fucking looking at it, you know, from the outside looking in, I'm like, this shit really is glowy. I'm wondering what the fuck he's up to over here. So that kind of reminds me, you know, you know me, man. I always got to go back, harken back to movies and shows. But uh, yeah, kind of reminds me. I was watching, uh, you know, for Veterans Day, I was watching Save It, Saving Private or Memorial Day. I was watching Saving Private mm-hmm. Ryan, and uh, there's that scene in the movie where they. Uh, basically capture those german soldiers and uh oh betty boop 
Number oh, one. Oh, Betty Boo. <laughs> Oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck Hitler. Fuck Hitler. <laughs> That's just kind of very much. That's something that, like, I, I do remember when I was talking about his dry sense of uh, humor and lack of sarcasm that I had did the uh, the goose step and, and one of the oh, fucking no. salutes. Oh, well, no, yeah. no. It's, <laughs> uh, it just went back to the he really didn't get the the sarcasm part of it but that's probably not (laughs) yeah but i mean the way he was talking to me about it is they've really tried to erase that fucking part of history in germany so a lot like they're doing now with uh you know blm and the statue situation and things like that which you know me and you were from the south so we get it now, Hammer, I don't know how you look at the Confederate flag. Um, if you see the Confederate flag being, you know, somewhat up north, what, what's your first uh, impression of it? Is it a racist symbol uh, to you? or Now it's a fuck you to conformity. Okay, um, okay, yeah. I've sort of seen it as a rebel flag. I mean, my, my family was Southern, so. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, we fought on one particular side of that. yeah. But no, I mean, that's been, I remember when they're blowing that way out of proportion. Yeah. From what I could tell, it, that's a, it's a bit of media propaganda that was oh, yeah. formulated by Hollywood, like around the turn of the century. Um, it was even in Gone with the Wind, which was written in the 40s or something, but they made a point out of that. But it was just, it was a battle flag of a, like a Virginian naval vessel or something along those lines. It wasn't the, I mean... There, there wasn't one unifying flag for the South. Right, right. Yeah. It was sort of adopted over time. Yeah. But, you know, that's, well, I mean, just going back to the Civil War in general and how people look at it, you know, they, they incorrectly. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the whole narrative is issues, anybody? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's that's, slavery. It was all about slavery. Yeah, nobody about slavery. ever talks about states' rights. And if you bring up states' rights and explain to them what it what it's really about, uh, they don't fucking get it, you know. And and they that shit's so indoctrinated, or they're so indoctrinated that you can't change their mind. If, if you explain to them like the 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 three fifths clause, for example, it was the northern states that wanted to count the slaves as three fifths of a person because that again went back down to to states rights and the number of representatives that the states were allowed to have and they didn't want the south um you know because the the slave owners would have been able to count their their slaves as one person so all in all together it could have turned out to where they had more representatives coming up and that's just one of the things that nobody talks about that it was the fucking northerners that you know everybody brings up well you know y'all didn't even count slaves as, as a full person it's like yeah well that was your uh, they may have been republicans at the time that did it but let's just say your liberal buddies are the ones that fucking did that it wasn't the the guys from the south that that wanted to do that anyway so uh, it seems that most of the negative aspects that people bring up to throw against the South during that period were all from Northern implementation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I mean, laws, every, so. everybody wants to, everybody wants to, you know, make the South seem like the bad guy. I mean, I've, 
lived in the South most of my life. And, uh, you know, just like Dusty was bringing up, you know, he knows, he knows the rebel flag, you know, he knows what it's about, you know, the Confederate flag. And I mean, it's, it's a culture, it's a symbol of, uh, you know, in my opinion, patriot, you know, being a patriot to the, uh, the constitution, yeah. uh, you may, you know, people may say and spin it as like, um, you know, basically we're, it was the past insurrectionist, you know, <laughs> the people who, you know, were anti-government or whatever, but it's like really at the end of the day, man, it was a symbol for, you know, people who, uh, truly cared about constitutional and states rights and uh they were pretty much you know everybody in the south was pretty much getting trampled on and uh yeah. you know <clears throat> tried to pull shitty stuff with uh logistics with railroad and fucking us out of that and yeah i mean it was a lot deeper than you know slavery uh, slavery became a uh a slanderous uh issue later on in the war you know, just a, a propagandist shit. I mean, not to say yeah. it didn't go on. Obviously, it did, but it's uh, it it the only reason it became an issue is because it was used to, you know, make the South look like shit. That was the that was the whole point about it. Like that was just right. it was slanderous fucking nonsense. It was uh, you know, I mean, really, if you look at the the mainstream media, it's no different. That's that's it's the point no that I different. was going to bring up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if if you uh if if we're around 100 years from now to to tell people like our side uh, which i i guess i would consider us uh now since we we do have a voice here the uh, alternative media um yeah if you if you would ask somebody from our point of view or perspective of what was going on right now we would have a complete different story from everything that was put down on paper and uh because I, I i honestly i would think that that most of uh the history would be taken from newspaper articles and shit like that from people that were trying to you know see what kind of perspective we actually had on things at the time so they're just they're teaching a, in the schools yeah exactly you know, you know we we know what that is now there's a lot of people that that other three little three letter abbreviation that i don't know if we <laughs> really can just flat out say without uh that causing an issue on this platform right now but yeah we, you know, we probably better leave that one uh yeah leave that one uh, to people's imagination yeah so i mean <clears throat> um you know but but that's being taught in schools and you know I, i'm i'm it brings back to i'm fucking it, it goes to, i don't know if we've talked about this separately or like Oh, like Thursday. What time did we get off of here after the show? Fuck, we were on here talking for close to three hours after the show. About midnight. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so it, it's hard to keep up with, well, was it during the show or was it after the show <laughs> right. that we were, we were talking about some of this stuff? But there's a lot of parents are uh, speaking out and uh, trying to do something about the shit that they're doing now. So that's a good thing. But I mean, it is the nice organic factor of our show is like, I mean, we're all really good friends and, uh, right. you know, what we do on the show is basically the same thing that we do, you know, three hours after the show till midnight. So, I mean, yeah, know, it yeah, it really is. Together. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, uh, it's like they say that the, uh, history is written by the victors, you know? So, but <sighs> fuck now 
even, even the victors are, are a small percent, you know, it goes back to it's this fucking 1% or whatever that we're catering to. Um, and I don't understand why we're catering to them. It's, uh, I don't know if it's, it's the option. It, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, <laughs> can't get away from it. Yeah. No, I mean, thinking about this, it really comes down to, they had people fucking terrified of losing their jobs. Um, just because they thought a different way. Um, you know, I mean, I would hate to be a comic right now. You know, I mean, you look at people like Carlin or even what Chappelle was doing in the early 2000s. Never would fly I, today. Yeah, I think huh. Chappelle would be canceled in a fucking heartbeat. I think he just, he gets a pass now, which, I mean, I don't know if he's a, if it's really fucking Dave Chappelle or not. I don't know yeah, if anybody right. could no, come no. back we, with we, shoulders we were... that fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's he's a, he's a clown dude i i'm just gonna say it right now yeah. he's a clown it, it ain't really Dave i Chappelle. think he is too um, i disappeared I, for a while and come back and i'm taking this much of the of the yeah, screen up i know <laughs> it's, guys, it was going yeah that's another thing now i know your voice could change a little bit when you get older and you could work out and you can broaden your shoulders but fucking bone structure you cannot change bone structure you know, and I just do not see his, his shoulders are the biggest fucking giveaway uh, to me. Let me ask y'all. Like a linebacker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Michelle. There's <Obama>. a, well, <laughs> that, that, I, it's kind of what I was, I was getting into. And I'm, I'm trying to think there's a show. Um, it, I was at my cousin's earlier today and it was on and he was all like, dude, tell me that's not a man right there. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that looks like a man to me. And it's a show that's on Netflix, and I was just like, holy shit, if this is not some satanic pre-programming fucking garbage, I was like, I don't know what else is, but it was called The Creations of Christine McConnell, and it's on Netflix. Have, have y'all heard of this? No, as a matter of fact, man, I I gave up. I mean, I I've been not a subscriber to Netflix since the Dear White People shit. So, right, I've been right, done with their nonsense since then. Yeah, I've uh, I don't use Netflix either. Um, but there's only like four episodes, and I guess they came out around Halloween. And dude, it is fucking insane. It's called the Curious Creations of uh, Christine McConnell. I'm looking at and, it right now. Yeah, and to me, it it looks like a man, which I mean, yeah. if it is. So, do you think too, just by looking that? Uh, Look at the hands. The hands, exactly. <laughs> and that's what we were talking about. It's the Adam's apple, the hands. Um, yeah, I mean the Adam's uh, apple. Shoulder, yeah. shoulder to waist um, ratio. Women have yeah the head narrower ratio. shoulders than hips. Um, mm -hmm. The uh, extremely long face, and it looks like you know with with hairlines and everything. Which obviously I shave my head. Um, that's why most of the time you'll see me with a hat on on here. Um, but like right here at the hairline. Uh, Say if a, a woman were to pull her hair back, she would have just those little short hairs right here, like on the front, you know, uh, to where they're, they're not full or whatever. I mean, there was nothing there. It looked like it was a wig. And she would make facial expressions, and her forehead would move up. And we'll bring the up hair the would, yeah, would not move at all. As, um, you, you can definitely see the, uh, look at them shoulders, man. 
Yeah, seriously. But that's a man. So the jawline. Yeah. 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 But I really just bring that up to talk about the the programming that was in it. Like my cousin's girlfriend was kind of giving me the story on it. Now she's got these little like animal puppets. One of them's like this uh uh, hairless Egyptian cat that's mummified and she has a werewolf and she has a raccoon that has a fucking fork for the hand because it was like a, it, it was like roadkill. <laughs> <clears throat> and apparently she's brought all these things back to life. Now she's up there fucking, it's like Martha Stewart decorating cookies, making all this Halloween, like candles and candy apples and all this shit and explaining how to do that. And she's talking with these little puppets and that raccoon's all like, oh, I need to get back down in the basement. And they shoot to a scene where that raccoon, the werewolf and that cat are down in the basement. And they've got this old man fucking tied up to a table with like a, um, a pendulum or pendulum or what did you yeah. fucking pendulum? Yeah, it's yeah, pendulum. going back and forth. It's getting ready to cut his head off and he's got a ball gag on and she comes down and she's like, oh, you guys are awful talking to these fucking pets that she's brung back to life through some fucking magic voodoo. I don't know how exactly that happened. It was some of the craziest shit that I've ever fucking saw. And uh, like I said, the guy's got a fucking ball gag in his mouth and she lets (laughs) him go. And he's all like, I'm going to call the police and, and, and the FBI. And he's all like, and another thing, I'm keeping this ball gag. And he's all like, not for me, but for my friends. And then he runs up the stairs and I'm like, what in the fuck is this shit? But then the next episode came on and it's, uh, uh, it had the, the parental advisory or the, you know, uh, PG 14 or TV 14 or whatever. And it said for, for fear something. And then, uh, suggestive dialogue. It was just, it was i'd say that's suggestive dialogue yeah it was extremely fucking odd uh if you could find an episode on youtube i suggest to watch it since you don't have netflix but you you really need to watch it and be like how in the fuck did anybody fund this one so it'd be on air because i mean it, it like the production quality of it was extremely good i just i don't know man it was uh it was it was on another fucking level so yeah like i said man that's all i have to say about that (laughs) yeah the ball gag part uh that's that's something else um but i mean you know the pendulum by poe yeah classic horror tale but uh yeah and then also it's just like adding in an element of fucking pet cemetery in there or something yeah but uh rainbow indoctrination sprinkled on top uh, speaking of rainbow indoctrination, I have an article actually. <laughs> I'll just get to that real quick since it's it's oh, in God, the air. Yeah, nothing disturbing um, about this one. This one, this one blows my fucking mind, guys. Um, so without further ado, uh, watch Rainbow Monkey Dildo Story Hour at London <laughs> Library Reading Challenge for kids. And uh, here's a nice. picture of the. Uh, the fucking suit that they actually wore to this for kids thing. Um, a London library. Show cock and balls. It, it, it's a dildo. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, 
<laughs> um, Cops should be just be waiting inside for the parents to walk through and arrest them right there. Take their kids away from them. Yeah, so uh, a London library sparked intense backlash after it hired a self-described anti-racist carnival troupe with a performer dressed up as a monkey with a large dildo hanging between his legs for a children's reading event. On Saturday, the Red Ridge Central, High, uh, Central Library hosted a performance from the Mandiga Arts Carnival Group. Um, video footage I thought you were going to say Mandingo. <laughs> no, I think that's Mandingo. what it's a takeoff of. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Um, video footage. Mandingex. <laughs> Mandingex, yeah. Uh, video footage shared on social media showed a rainbow-colored monkey running out the library with the mock genitalia flopping at motorists. The event was part of the Summer Reading Challenge in partnership with the World Wildlife Fund. Um, whatever that has, uh, I guess, I guess rainbow dildo monkeys are part of the World Wildlife Fund now. Um. Very special, very special natured theme challenge that will inspire you to stand up for the planet. Um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, this makes me want to burn the fucking planet down rather than stand up for it. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I agree. Since um, this shit, man, I, I don't know, uh, fucking. <clears throat> The, the little joke about, you know, standing, having the, the cops stand out there waiting to arrest the parents. I, I don't understand how they allow this shit to go on. But yet you can, you can have a parent that tries to instill some type of uh, values that's more on the conservative level. And those parents will get in trouble. Let's say, I, for example, there was a meme that was going around on Facebook uh, a few months back that somebody that my mom and myself were both mutual friends with, um, it got the, uh, <clears throat> the, um, the fucking cover over it to where you had to click because it, it may have been offensive content or something like that. But it was a mom that was teaching her young son to shoot a rifle. So, you know, it's it's just this fucking double standard that That's they, they won't do anything. <laughs> yeah, and that, that yeah. yeah. So any type of conservative no values. Guns. Yeah. So that it, you know that's offensive, but we can have. Uh, uh, whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck this is, and then and then like the 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 story hour, you know, where oh, yeah. They're fucking crossing their <laughs> legs and, and the kids have a big fucking, fucking face dying. of balls. I don't know. know there was. Yeah. So uh, it's just this fucking well, country. It's funny that yeah, it's the UK, right? Well, yeah, we'll be soon to follow. Um, it's funny that anti-racism seems to always mean pro pedophilia. Yeah. They go does. hand in hand. Also anti-fascist. They're really uh, up on the kid diddlers. Seems to, yeah, yeah. They, you look seem to run the, uh, to their defense pretty quick. Yeah, you look at the the Rittenhouse uh, situation, and uh, which boy, there it, may be some good news on that front. Yeah, I hope so. I but, hope so. Yeah, that I mean that to me. If you look at the video, that was uh, 
mm-hmm. you know, it was it was a clear case of self defense. I mean, look, look, you know, the guy. And there's a thousand fucking angles of it too. Yeah, step by step, it's like yeah. writing a book on self defense. It's like yes. this is how you act in that situation. This is how you act in that situation. This is right. how you act in that situation. He's everything flawlessly. And, and yeah, he you know he did he did have a firearm, but where he was at, mm-hmm. and it was a, fine. It was fine. Um, it was perfectly mm-hmm. within legal rights to uh, open carry a rifle as he did, and. Uh, he was not a, you know, an antagonist with it. Um, whenever he was getting overrun, uh, he mm-hmm. ran away. He made a, a point to keep running away, and uh, he eventually was attacked, hit, had a firearm drawn on him, and had a, and it was hit by a skateboard, which uh, mm-hmm. I've seen people Could have killed him. Dan, that's oh, a lethal yeah. weapon. Dude, yeah, those seen, trucks, trucks are heavy man, as hell. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's it's like anybody you know out outside of the current bullshit that we're dealing with all the virtue signaling to the left bullshit um had this been any other point in time hell even five years ago um you know nobody would have thought twice even a prosecutor i don't think would have thought twice about saying yeah this is a clear case of uh, self-defense you know i mean yeah um but I mean, I, my opinion I, yeah. charges should have never been brought in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Should have um, thrown out. Ma'am, so what were you saying? The good news on him? What, what what's going on? Oh, I haven't heard. Well, I, I, really, the biggest thing um, in this case is the legality of the weapon um, in question, and they're saying that he didn't have uh, the right to have it in the first place, but. I think that also goes back to they were saying that that weapon traveled across state lines, which made that illegal. But the the weapon was bought there, and I think he had borrowed it from a friend who Definitely lived in that state or gave it to him. Yeah, so I mean, it was yeah. completely legal to, to yeah. <laughs> for him to have it. He didn't do anything illegal with it, and I really think that that's what the entire case that's hinged so on. We, it, we the internet established that. In the first few days, I know that it wasn't man. his gun. He didn't bring it with him. Yeah, a friend was uh, lent it to him for that occasion, for that purpose, because they were defending a business. Yeah, or violent rioters who proved to be nothing other than violent fucking rioters, and short of a helicopter ride, along with the mostly peaceful protesters that were there. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but yeah. So, I think the attorneys uh, filed a motion to. Um, to get that thrown out um and if that happens if a judge does say okay well we're gonna throw that part out then it's it's pretty much open and shut um i think the only reason that the case stands right now is because of the how questionable the weapon is so but i'm I'm, totally corrupt da and judge i imagine for this case like this not to be thrown out immediately it, they it, hit a metal it blows me away that we can have elected officials that are persuaded like this out of fear from the community you know that i mean they're like let's just throw the fucking law out altogether, and because we're afraid that you guys are are going to fucking 
let loose and cause you know millions of dollars of damage to the city then they're just going to fucking uh cuck and and uh play it the safest way that they possibly can even though ruin someone's life too you know ruin someone's life yeah i mean there's the potential to to put him in prison a seven i mean his his life's fucking ruined from regardless now you know um his name's everywhere i doubt he'll be given a fair chance if 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 he gets off scot-free um he's going to be working a shit job somewhere for the rest of his life you know i don't know man I feel like he's celebrity status in some places. He's just got to live well, in the right that, area. That, that that's the, a lot of, yeah, that's the only other thing that, that I could say that would give him a chance is that, uh, you get somebody that, that has the same values and the same outlook on the case that we do that, you know, he, he got the fucking raw end of the deal and, um, you know, well, I, I he hope he, uh, to... I, I genuinely hope he gets to, uh, you know, live his dream of being a police officer. Um, <laughs> I hope he changes his dream. Well, he, he's, he's, is that what he wanted to do? Really? Yeah he he was training a yeah he was training in a little academy, um, a youth academy type deal. Ah, doing and did yeah. like ride alongs and stuff like that. He was yeah he was trying to be a police officer, and uh, I don't know, man. You know, um, well, fuck, I, you know. Uh, do you after going through this shit um do do you i mean you personally would you still want to be a police officer after this if if <laughs> i mean you i understand in traffic you and so you have to you have to understand um i did want to be a police officer um and uh you know i was very serious about getting ready to try to go to academy and do stuff like that um and then uh, all this stuff started happening, because <laughs> um, I was—I had actually talked to a um, few people I know here locally, and uh, you know, my partner at work, and I'd voiced it for a couple of years now that uh, you know I'd been trying to work towards doing that kind of a career. Um, but I mean, like you know, if the past year and a half has showed me, um, America's taking a, a really, really, really dark turn. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a bootlicker. I'm not somebody who thinks that uh, authority and law enforcement never does anything wrong. Um, I certainly think there's some really stupid circumstances for certain things. Um, the war on drugs has always been stupid. Uh, but I mean, it's like you know, a lot of the guys I know specifically, they're good guys. Um, you know, they just want to do the right thing. And right, even right. those even those people. Uh, they're not getting a chance to do that anymore. You know I mean? It's like they, uh, they're basically put under a microscope. They can't do their job. Right. Uh, you know, now people think it's okay just to call up, uh, you know, their superiors and stuff. And just even from a routine traffic stop where they got a ticket for speeding, which, you know, that's another thing I think is kind of a little ridiculous too. It's, you know, it's just a way to make money for the city. Um, need to turn some of the revenue revenue generating aspects of modern policing for sure you want to talk about police reform let's start with that shit but uh you know i i talked to some of the local law enforcement here um because 
you know, working for a city, uh, we definitely do jobs for them. You know, we have any kind of like construction things and, you know, certain stuff. And uh, I was standing out there talking to one of the veteran guys a while back. And, you know, he was talking about how uh, ever since this shit started, it seems like um, anytime he pulls over somebody who's a minority, it almost directly leads it's back a to... Issue. Yep, yep, and he, he pretty much every fucking time gets a call from the superior and has to go sit in the office and, you know, talk about claims of racism against the officer and all this other bullshit, and it's like, you know, I, I give you a ticket for, ten, you know, nine over the speed limit. I don't see how that's a race issue. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you were speeding. Don't, don't fucking speed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, the so would say. Don't want to get yeah. pulled over. Don't fucking speed. Yep. I'm actually wearing a Hodge Twin shirt right now. Oh, yeah? No shit. Those yeah. guys are great. See a little Hodge oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> the, the socialism distancing uh, shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I've got... Shout out to the Hodge Twins. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually really... I love the Hodge Twins. I've got their... Uh, yeah, I've, got their I've got their uh, hoodie that says, like, 9 millimeter. Uh, you know... Mm. Or twenty two nine forty five, and it's like still faster than dialing nine one one. I got that, yeah. that hoodie from him. So, so yeah. was your um your dream of being a police officer? Did that have anything to do with bringing down the Dixie Mafia? <laughs> the Dixie Mafia. No. Yeah, I watched uh I watched uh the movie Arkansas a couple nights ago. Uh no, I mean, you you really, uh, I haven't actually. Um, uh, it's uh, wasn't too too bad. It's a fucking. I'll, uh, I'll I'll watch it and tell you how accurate it is. Oh, I I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think it would. Uh, it, I it, I don't think it showed as much like outside of um, like scenes where there was a lot of people interacting and shit like that it was more to where it took place in in just a couple of settings um like in a park somewhere in arkansas um trying to think of the fucking guy's name that was in it uh vince vaughn vince vaughn is is in it and then it's got a uh, one of the guys that played in uh the office and uh hot tub time machine that kind of oh, yeah. guy um, I oh. can't think of his name though. Chris Duke, maybe. But black guy that was in. Oh, oh no! no his name. Oh I yeah, he was right in now. the office too. No, this this guy <laughs> and was, hot tub uh, time machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was later on uh, in the office, like near the very end episodes. He's a younger guy at the time when he was in the office, but um, but yeah, it was just about uh, the whole myth of the dixie mafia and uh it, it but it was a decent movie fucking uh john malkovich is also in it so had a decent <laughs> cast of characters but I i'll tell you it. though i'll tell you though there's been a lot of uh there's a lot of been a lot of italian uh mafia stuff here um you know a lot of a lot of the uh italian mob people who uh you know, we're kind of running or in protective custody and stuff like that. Uh, they actually settled Staying down that area. 
Yeah, um, there there's two big areas. Um, there was there was hot springs, uh, which ended up becoming a place that wasn't so good for them because of the uh, massive amount of tourism and just the mm-hmm. you know crime and drug trafficking stuff that uh was yeah know, prevalent and getting they busted. actually they actually go to hot springs in uh in the movie arkansas so is the home of bill clinton is that correct uh no it's uh fuck, where did bill clinton um because i remember seeing bill, a scene bill, where they went to hot springs there was a huge fucking like welcome sign that said home of bill clinton <laughs> that's the only reason why i said it yeah i think i think uh maybe that's where he, he owns property well i think he wouldn't say birthplace of bill clinton yeah i think he kind of lived outside of there um because he you know like i said he was he was yeah governor and did all this stuff. He, yeah he did was a lot in, of stuff in yeah. in mina so um yeah that's, that's the, all that yeah that cocaine place. traffic and stuff yeah uh, the kids on the uh railroad trucks and all that yeah it actually uh hometown of bill clinton the the hot springs were the welcome to hot springs sign it, it was well, it's just the hometown so um yeah i don't think he uh fucking lived there yeah that's such bullshit that you can have somebody like uh <clears throat> bill withers um the musician is actually from a town right around here called um, Slab Fork, West Virginia. Now, I don't think that he lived here all that long until he moved away, but they've got a fucking hometown of Bill Withers fucking sign up out there, you know? So. But, yeah, the uh, the other place I was going to say, too, is – uh is actually everything in it's Italian named and uh, has some really incredible Italian restaurants. Uh, <laughs> but it it's a little city called Tawny Town, and uh, it's next to uh, Springdale, which is a major uh, major city here in Northwest Arkansas. Um, you know that's where Tyson's Chicken and JB Hunt and all that stuff resides. Uh, but just to the west of springdale is tawny town and um you know i mean they have everything like i said is named italian they have henry detente boulevard and stuff like that you know but um yeah i mean it was like it was a huge hovel for uh for italian mobsters and uh you know there's there's still a lot of uh questionable uh money in that area today i must Mm -hmm. say Uh, talking about questionable money, have you guys heard at one point it was the biggest uh, heist in history, the Loomis Fargo heist that happened in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina by a bunch of fucking rednecks. Zach Galifianakis, they actually <laughs> did a movie about it. Imagine um, rednecks doing something like that. Boy. Well, no, they and they got away with it um, to an extent. Obviously, they got caught. And really, for the amount of time that that they did, um, I think the guy's name, I know his last name was Gant. I think it was David Gant who worked at Loomis Fargo and drove a truck. But basically what happened uh, was he they planned it out, but he was able to be in the uh, warehouse by himself at the end of the night. 
and he fucking loaded up a truck full of money or a van full of money and uh grabbed the surveillance tapes and fucking left and uh instead of going back to work the next day like anybody else should he fucking disappears goes down to mexico and um there's still to this day like a few million dollars missing out of it but these fucking idiots um the rest of was them there, that were involved was there a movie in it was there a movie made yeah, it was, that? yeah yeah that's what i was saying zach galifianakis yeah. was okay okay, yeah. sure okay. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Definitely so this that. yeah they all lived uh where i grew up in gaston county and actually um a buddy of ours uh from the stories previous the guy that uh ross that i'd mentioned that had that mustang that we were in when the orange got through thrown at the mcdonald's manager <laughs> um ross was dating a girl named mckee mckee so that was her fucking name I, uh, the only person i've ever heard named mckee but we'd McKee. be like hey like where's mckee's i can't find mckee's mckee's and we you know, we'd fuck with her better name but she was a big old nasty slob anyways she lived in a trailer <laughs> park and uh lived beside one of the guys that was involved in all that shit and now like in hindsight you see stuff but have you guys ever made those uh we called them works bombs you would take like a 20 yeah. ounce bottle yeah yeah with aluminum foil yeah dude yeah like i put it in there shake it up throw it it it, it would explode so like we're out ice there. bomb with nasty acid yeah. after shit <laughs> exactly yeah so we're doing that and uh <clears throat> one of the guys lived right beside him a key in the trailer and uh he came to the door with a gun and he's like, what the hell's going on? We were like, Oh, we're just doing this. He's like, Oh, okay. He's like, and what he said at the time, I didn't think much about it, but like I said, in hindsight, he said, Oh, I, I thought that y'all may have been the cops. And we were like, Nope, just us. And he's like, all right. And he goes back inside. Well, he's the one that bought uh, a truck and the soft tail Harley Davidson and a boat and some other shit while he's living in this trailer down in uh, like Belmont, North Carolina was the area that he was in. And uh, so they were just obviously spending money like fucking crazy. One of the women goes to the bank and asks the question, now, how much money is it that I'm allowed to deposit before y'all have to send that off to the fucking IRS or whatever? And then this dumb bitch was depositing money that still had the Loomis Fargo fucking wrappers on it. So obviously she got reported. They bought a house <laughs> in, uh, in, a, in a gated community called Kramer Mountain, which had the Kramer Mountain golf course on it. Now, the lower, the lower you were on the mountain, the cheaper the house was. So they bought a house that in the late 90s was uh, around $700,000. Paid cash for the fucking thing. And uh, I remember one of the biggest, biggest things that was talked about whenever they came in and uh, <clears throat> uh, confiscated everything. There, there's a picture of the cops bringing out this huge fucking velvet Elvis that they had in this almost million dollar home, I guess, hanging above the fucking fireplace or whatever. <laughs> but that was the type of fucking people that you were dealing with here. The, uh, the movie's called Masterminds. Masterminds. Yep, that's it. So, <clears throat> like I said, I, I, I do know one of the guys that, that 
was actually involved in it. Uh, not friends with him or anything, but I'd talked to the guy, you know, a dozen times since he was my buddy's neighbor. Um, yeah, they just, man, they, they were fucking morons. There's no other way to put that. Pay cash for a fucking house. Just sit on that money for a minute, you know? Sit on it. Don't spend shit. But yeah, I, nope. I just I don't know what what some people are thinking. Like, first of all, not to, you know, I would never endorse crime or tell anybody how to do it. But it's like, you know, you I'll tell you think, how not to do it. Yeah. And that's that's a good example right there. Uh, no, but I mean, it's just like, you know, you first of all, that, that kind of crime. I'm sorry. Like, you know, robbing, robbing banks, robbing fucking armored cars, robbing shit like mm. that. I mean, that you don't really get away with that. Like that's, uh, that's, no, you that's pretty serious shit. I mean, every alphabet soup fucking agency on the planet is going to be looking for that, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's a little different than the Jesse James days where you go and rob a fucking, you know, something or do something. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's like you would think, though, even if you did do it and you got away with it, you would find some way to launder the shit or you would be, you know, out of out of the fucking country. Uh, you'd be you know, you would do something that uh, didn't involve buying velvet Elvises and uh, yeah. major houses with cash and just stupid yeah, exactly. shit, dude. Like, I mean, I but, you there know, no one ever... Real estate is one of the largest money laundering arenas because you're actually allowed to buy property with cash. Well, protections. So is art. You know, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, well, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe somebody told them that art was a great way to launder money, and that's why they bought that big fucking velvet Elvis. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm sure they heard that. Oh, art's really good for laundering money, so they just went and bought terrible art. Yeah, as deep as the thought process went. Yeah. Oh, fucking um, velvet by the, way, <laughs> by the way, I just I just want to say real quick. Look at look at Hammer. You look like fucking Neo right now, dude. <laughs> 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 Hack into the fucking Matrix over here. <laughs> it's kind of badass, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I like it. Cause, well, I mean, because you know when, when we first talked about switching over to cams, you know, like this is kind of one of the ideas dusty and i had was like dude let's cast like kind of a dark fucking look on him you know just make him look real <laughs> mysterious shit like <laughs> the natural lighting in my apartment oh it's pretty piss sweet poor. dude well it's piss poor <laughs> but it but it's got this like fucking you know anonymous <laughs> we're coming kind of fucking vibe to it like <laughs> fucking cory in chat he's all like with the shades and want poster i look like y'all finna to rob my data from youtube <laughs> <laughs> oh god Dude, that, 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 that kid's a fucking riot man i'm telling you <laughs> cory's fucking wild man I know, man. You don't need money for us to rack up debt under your name. So <laughs> I think that will save you. All your data are belong to us. All um, your base are belong I, I was, to us. I was looking for before that little interlude. Uh, Biden blocking. Oh, excuse me. Um, the buyers of Hunter's art. Uh, yeah. The identity. Yeah, so me and my me and my old man were actually talking about that today, and the first thing he said was, uh, 
I, I think it's hilarious because, I mean, it just goes to everything that was just previously mentioned. First thing my dad said was, first of all, I think that's corrupt as fuck. And second of all, it sounds like money laundering to me. But <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm been hip to the modern art being money uh, laundering scheme for quite a while now. Oh, yeah, dude. My, it started my with man. like, how is this art? This There's no art here. This is obnoxious. Yeah. My my old man's, you know, he's known about it forever. Fuck, I mean, back when back when he was, you know, a little bit younger than us, you know, it, it, art was a laundering, money laundering fucking thing. You know, I mean, everybody knew about it. The the fucking mafia was doing it. You know, I mean, it was it the the whole art industry has always been a way to launder money. Now it's just kind of uh, you know, now it's kind of moved on to cryptocurrency. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I found that article. Uh, Man, I think I think some crazy money laundering went on around the uh, around the city I work in, dude. I, the other day I was coming home, and uh, where I work is right next to a fucking uh, really really shitty um, laundry mat, and uh, I like the police are there every day. You know, I mean, there's like people selling drugs out there and they're fucking prostitutes and shit like that. But holy shit, dude, I was coming home and it was like, I think it was Friday. And I come by there after I'm leaving work. And dude, there's like literally 10 fucking county sheriffs. There's fucking 15 goddamn city cops there. Like it was like, it was a massive bust. And there was just like people everywhere armed and shit. It's like, holy fuck, dude. The laundromat just got raided. <laughs> it was pretty wild shit. You know, here in rural West Virginia, if there's a a lot of uh, police activity somewhere, like people rubberneck and shit, um, then you'll see on Facebook somebody be like, "Oh, I heard sirens somewhere," you know, in in the Sofia area. Does anybody know what's going on? Like everybody wants to fucking know, but I, I don't know. Grow up, growing up in a city like being down in Charlotte, I could drive by a store that could have a hundred cop cars in it because eight people just got shot and you wouldn't fucking bat an eye about it. You know, you, okay. There's a lot of fucking cop cars, unless it's fucking up traffic. You didn't give a shit, <laughs> but here, man, it's just, uh, I don't, I don't know. I just, that's something that strikes me as odd. The, uh, the way people fucking rubber and neck over sirens, you know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, Eric Hill in chat. Um, I really like what he just said. Uh, I can I can attest yeah. to the feeling. Uh, he says that uh, college book star stores are mafia owned. I swear to God. Well, at the fucking prices, it feels like a goddamn shakedown, dude. I remember oh, when I went God. to go buy. Uh, remember when I went to go buy my books for my fucking uh, you know mm -hmm. classes when I was going to school for journalism, and uh, which guys I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, you don't need classes to be a journalist. Uh, it's, they're just grifting money out of you. Um, I mean, just look at us. Uh, we can read shit and, and do news and do journalism just like anybody else with a fucking degree. It's a bullshit degree. Um, just don't be it, a paid it, propagandist, and you too it, can be a journalist. And it, it and it didn't do me any favors. I goddamn, I dig ditches and lay asphalt for a living. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, dude, I remember when I went in there, and 
you know, first fucking semester, just the base amount of books. I think it was like a thousand fucking dollars. And I was just like, well, for what? It's like, it's like six books. It's like a thousand bucks for like six fucking books. Like, what the hell is this? Like, are they made of fucking yeah. gold? Uh, <laughs> written by the teacher you're taking the class from. That's another great one. You have to buy my book to take this class. Oh, no, I know. It, I, yeah, I it's fucking true. <laughs> and then the updated editions so the resale market gets bottomed out. Yeah. Um, it's a scam. One of the most expensive college books I ever had to get was like a CIS 110, like an introduction to computer science. And that book was like 400 fucking dollars. It was crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I, okay, so I do understand some books and some things being priced high. There's a lot of time, a lot of research. It's super in-depth. Like, there, there is some books that, that quite honestly are worth that kind of money. Uh, but I think, like, 90% of these rudimentary, just shitty fucking books that uh, you have to buy for college just aren't. And like Hammer was saying, yeah. you know. It written by your fucking professor, you know, mm -hmm. to join the class. It's like hey, if that ain't the biggest fucking grift I've I've ever seen. Like, and every fuck every goddamn fucking professor I had didn't even. I mean, we never even opened up books half the time when we were in class. It was yeah, just I know. Them, <clears throat> them spewing fucking commie propaganda the whole time, all throughout the fucking school year. You know, and these people are just. <laughs> They're grifting you out of money. They're making you spend money with the federal government with loans to be indoctrinated into fucking, you know, Maoist doctrine, you know, Maoist fucking ideologies. And uh, that, yeah. that to me is just insane. I, if there's any advice I can give anybody, uh, you know, both personal and if you're in a, you know, a parent that has kids coming up towards the college level, um, dude, send them to trade school. Uh, or, you know, push them to do some kind of entrepreneurship or something, you know, do a fa do yourself a favor, you know, don't, don't fucking <laughs> ha have them going off to college to come back with blue and green hair and, you know, 400 fucking piercings and, uh, and, and hate in America. Uh, it's just not worth it. <laughs> Setting with the man spread. Dragging a mattress around years after they graduate. It's a sign of protest for an event that never happened really really make your fathers proud yeah but yeah I, I can tell you from personal experience that uh you know any any kind of trade or any kind of just skill in general i mean you, you don't even really have to go to school for it um you know there's plenty of places that'll uh i mean i hammer's example i mean you know, he's works in a carpentry field. I'm sure he didn't do any kind of skill or schooling or nothing. He's, you know, it's all, it's all been learned skill on the job. Did um, they have a carpentry school? Yeah. Um, question. Like, they have carpentry classes at trade schools. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, but I don't know what the, like the best one is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would the, be, the, God, the, that'd be so boring. The reason I say that is because pretty much for every trade skill, to uh, hit the journeyman or master's like actual certifications, it does require you to go to classes and uh, do testing, and then have on-the-job hours with a verified, you know, journeyman or master, you know, at the in the field. And 
but I mean, you know, there's a lot of people. Um, I've known uh, two different friends now who's done electrician stuff. And, uh, you know, they worked under their master's license and uh, never did go to school. And I just worked with that guy forever, you know, uh, just doing the job. I mean, that's how it works I for a lot of us. Yeah, I know plenty of guys who weld, um, you know, myself included, um, that, that basically have done welding for people uh, without ever having any kind of schooling or whatever. It's just knowing, knowing how to do it, you know. So, I mean, it, it's... You know, even even the idea of trade school, if you want to do it legitimately, you want to own your own business and operate legally, um, yeah, you're probably going to have to get some kind of licensing and some sort of certification. Um, Not in Vermont. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I should preface that it depends state to state, I suppose, but um, I know at least here, um, you okay. know, if, if you want your own kind of practice per se uh you, you you definitely have to have your own kind of license so yeah it could be licensed and covid um i mean there used to be an online component to everything but right now everything's online still you don't need to make a physical appearance anywhere <clears throat> that would have been nice um, probably easier now than ever to cheat on a licensing exam <laughs> yeah <clears throat> Time is now, people. Go for it. You too could be the result of a negligence negligence lawsuit. So I, I just pulled up the percentage of jobs. I know I'd I'd bring it up last time, <clears throat> and I said the number was less than twenty percent, which I still do because fucking this is just the first answer you get from Google. But I've heard numerous times that it's less than twenty percent, like anywhere from fourteen to seventeen percent of jobs require you to have. Uh, some type of education after high school but here google's first answer of course is 35 percent of job openings will require at least a bachelor's degree 30 percent of the job openings require some college or an associate's degree 36 percent of the job openings will not require education beyond high school i think those numbers are a little bit bullshit because yeah i was so still too. pushing college crazy yeah but um let me also say you can you literally can just lie about going to school. Um, I mean, yeah, I, do, do they ever <laughs> fucking? They, they don't even check references anymore. You know, no. that's that's what's crazy. No, like, I, don't lie. There's 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 <laughs> actually like websites where you can pay like fifty dollars and have entire forged like diplomas and everything. Oh, I mean, you go. You know, they, I have to put a resume together. I'm gonna have to buy it because I don't. I, I have haven't a friend, had a resume out in decades now. One of my best friends who I will not name because this really could affect his job. Um, but if his exact you, GPS look coordinates, I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll we'll go ahead and post them in the show notes. Um, <laughs> He's right here. <laughs> uh, no, but you know, this guy. Um, I worked with him at the gas station. That's how I met him. You know, I was working at him with the gas station when I was in college. And uh, he never, I, I think he got through ninth grade and dropped out. He never got a GED. He never did nothing. Well, while he was working as a manager at the gas station, um, he was on his fourth programming language that he was learning. 
So he had just been sitting there teaching himself how to program. Well, fast forward uh, a year and a half down the road from that time after I had left, uh, he started working for a pretty big uh, security place um, and writing programs for them and eventually became a project manager. He makes stupid amounts of money, and that's all he ever did. He 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 uh, he basically forged a you know forged a fucking diploma <laughs> of essentially good I for guess, him or just or just lied about it essentially and uh you know with his sheer just ability alone being able to you know produce the product and do the thing he makes great money and he does a good job and uh you know it just goes to show man like there's no bigger scam than trying to you know push people into getting in you know, tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars in fucking debt to probably not even get the job they want and still be a cuck. Uh, when you can just have the gumption and drive to go out and do the shit you want to do yourself. And uh, those people, I would say nine out of ten times that have that kind of attitude will be a way better employee and a way better asset to any company than some fucking retard that's been through college indoctrination. I mean, it's just, it's the same with like where I work in, in the construction industry. Um, you have guys who go to school for eight, 12 fucking years and doing engineering stuff. And, you know, they can't even perform, uh, anywhere near or come up with any kind of plans anywhere near a guy like my foreman who never even fucking finished high school. Um, but he's done that. He's been in that job for fucking 25, 30 years and knows every single fucking in and out of that job that there is. When somebody yeah. that's standing there pushing a pencil that's never done <clears throat> a fucking day of manual labor in their life, you know, I, I mean, there's hands on to me <laughs> is, you know, yeah, it's I, night well, and day. I mean, you know, college, college to me, uh, just being someone who went themselves and then also found more success outside of it. Um, you know, it, it's, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's definitely not indicative of intelligence. Um, most yeah. of the most retarded people I've met in my life have had, um, you know, up to master's level degrees and can barely yeah. function in any of the jobs that they do. Uh, I mean, they're just, they're not the brightest people. I mean, uh, the, the, school systems the college systems in general anyways i mean nowadays i i couldn't say that they're you know worth worth a fucking dime to spend on um you know you're you're just most teachers have tenure they don't give a fuck they put out yeah you know multiple choice content um pretty much give you the answers to stuff i mean it's just if you can memorize this and, and put it down on a piece of paper, then you pass. And to me, that doesn't do anything for anybody. Uh, that There's no critical thought in that. There's no actual understanding or, you know, being able to develop a theory on that particular subject um, and how to apply it in real world. It's just, there's, there's, it's, there's no abstract to it. It's just, it's extremely linear uh, education system that does not benefit anybody and, uh, yeah. and at the end of it you're trying to convince a room of people who think a certain way that you too think that certain way and you're not going to get that next piece of paper unless you pass that test um, it's just conformity i mean it's making a certain type of person 
at the, as their end product. And right now it is the least useful type of person this planet has ever seen. <clears throat> Entitled and useless. No value whatsoever. So don't go to college. Become useful. Yeah, and Do as, something as the, <laughs> that transcends economy. I, I think the funniest thing too, man, is just like the 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 attitude that a lot of engineers have. Like, you know, as a guy who does the construction, um, you know, I have to be accurate about what I do. Uh, if I'm putting in drainage or something, um, you know, I have to calculate those falls in tents you know, very, very specifically because a few percentages off it, the whole fucking system is messed up over, you know, hundreds of yards. And, um, you know, my nephew had went to school to be an engineer at a university and they were actually teaching him that it was okay to be up to 5% off on plants. And it's just like, no, that's, that's not fucking okay. You know, 1% off uh, you know, over a couple hundred yards is way too much. Uh, it, you know, yeah. you've completely ruined the whole plan. Like you can't do that. And that's the type of shit that these like fucking universities are teaching these people. It's like, Oh, just it's okay. It. It's okay to just Give ballpark it. a fucking construction <laughs> plan. Uh, that's, that's fine. Let's waste hundreds of thousands of fucking dollars after you mess it up. You know, it's like, that, that's just, it's, it's asinine, dude. Give me the answer you feel would be the most socially acceptable. <laughs> don't show me the don't give me the real answer. Don't show me your work. Just we don't want to make everybody else feel bad. So just get close enough. So Eric <clears throat> Eric in the chat says, So I'm not sure who is who. Down and left, what are your thoughts on the Army Corps engineers? So I think that I'm top right, Dusty. Hammer is below. Bottom me. right, yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd, bottom, I'd be left. bottom left. So, um, so you get the, I get, the, I get the floor. Um, okay. Army so, Corps uh, engineers. So first of all, I want to start out by saying, uh, I come from a strong military background. I'm an army brat myself. Um, Eric um, is also retired military, by the way. So, uh, and now I, I was going to say that I'm an army brat. That means I was a kid of somebody who was in the military. Um, I was never in. Uh, I got denied for medical reasons, uh, which I've talked about before in the past. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Army Corps of Engineers, um, you know, I've I've had two friends, uh, you know, two friends who were both engineers uh, in the Army. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, some of them, some of them know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> you know, some of them are out there applying it you know, to real world and working around, obviously, you know, being shot up or doing anything using those dope ass mick licks. Um, I'm sure Eric knows what a mick lick is. That shit's fucking cool. Those big ass things that shoot the ropes of fucking explosives out the clear roadways of mines and stuff that, that shit's dope. But, uh, um, you know, but then I've also worked with guys who were in army Corps of engineers that, uh, you know, couldn't change fucking oil in a car. Um, you know, we had, we had one guy that I worked with when I was working at a lube shop when I was right out of high school who, who was with the army Corps of engineers. And, um, you know, he, he would 
double gasket shit, drain transmissions. Just it was, it was a complete idiot. I mean, I it really at the end of the day, it's like I know I've I just spent all this time shitting on engineers, and there's engineers who know what the fuck they're doing. You know, they're they're good guys. They'll go out on they'll go out into the field, and they'll inspect stuff for themselves. But uh, you know, there's just there's so many people who um, you know do certain things um you know just because they got a college education they think they know everything and i think a lot of it to me boils down to personal experience are you going to get out in the field are you going to experience what the uh, construction guys do that you're you know making the uh, plans for and like i said you know a lot of the guys in army corps of engineers you know they're they're actually out in the field you know they're guys who are going out and doing the work and being part of it. So I feel like there's a, there's a bit of a difference in something like that than uh, your, your college-educated yuppie who, uh, who won't even leave the desk and go out and inspect a job site and uh, do what we dealt with a while back where um, they gave us plans to build uh, sidewalks and there was power poles where the sidewalks were supposed to go. Nice. Uh, and then said, "Oh no, no, no! That's that's okay. Uh, just build it anyway." So we ended up having to literally build the sidewalk, then loop it around the fucking pole, and then build the sidewalk <laughs> and loop it around the pole. And then it ended up getting torn out anyways. And it was literally like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of work that was redone. So, I mean, it you know it it is what it is, man. Um, engineers sometimes are great. Um, and then there's other times where they're just they're they're just fucking arrogant idiots, and uh, and it goes with the army, it goes with uh, any kind of it really any kind of military stuff. Um, you know, you have guys who are, you know, adept and good at what they do. They're naturally intelligent, and you have people who are just fucking idiots, and they're useful, mm-hmm. and they'll just listen to commands. Um, so I mean, it, it's you know i guess to generalize uh, a whole group of people probably wasn't uh, the right choice but given that i was in uh you know given given that uh, you know i work in a construction field you know more times than not i'm fixing engineers fuck ups and uh you know i'm not i'm not some super smart mathematical guy i just know how to use a fucking transit and uh a stick and calculate fall and uh you know shoot grade and do everything like that and uh like i said you know things that work on an autocad system don't exactly apply in real life most of the time so a lot of times go ahead man no no go ahead just a lot of the times when you got to bring an engineer onto a job site all you're doing is tacking on 10 an extra 10 to twenty thousand dollars for something that you probably didn't need to know mm-hmm. and it's ultimately just a giant waste of time i mean i have had problems solved by engineers before but it's less than half and it can be aggravating i've had jobs held up for months because engineers were demanding numbers that didn't matter in the long run it's eric ask how we uh how we all fared with elsa uh, here in West Virginia, it didn't fuck with uh, me. I'd say, Hammer, you're probably the only one really that had. It's been raining pleasantly for like a week off and on. It's kept things cool. I can't complain. Yeah, we'll say here in Arkansas, due to uh, me being 
you know, pretty close to the coast, but then in between inland, um, we do get a lot of, you know, storms that develop from tropical storms, but other than that, it's not really a big deal. Yeah, I haven't really I haven't seen, seen anything. anything. No. <laughs> yeah, like um, natural disaster wise, just <clears throat> altogether from my area here in West Virginia, the really the biggest thing. Well, uh, I mean, sometimes blizzards um, that could cause a lot of like roof collapse and shit like that. But really, it's uh, flooding is southern West Virginia's like main fucking issue um, over the last twenty years here. Um. God, I bet you they've had to uh, declare a uh, state emergency at least once or twice a year, every year here. Um, there's actually a creek in my backyard that worries me. I've I've saw it because I have a basement too, you know, <clears throat> and uh, I've saw it get up pretty high since I've moved back here. Um, back in early 2000s, there was a... Uh, a flood that came through here killed a lot of fucking people, um, which I don't, I don't get that, you know, water's another thing that's like electricity that scares the fuck out of me. And I know better to, than to get close to fucking high. I mean, I know what the consequences could be fucking high rapid water, you know, <clears throat> but people yeah, got to get close. And, <laughs> yeah. Fucking poke a, a stick with it. I don't know what the fuck, they're doing but they do it and uh their stupidity gets them killed um but i think really the biggest reason we have so many floods here is uh the logging industry um where most of the uh towns are actually in valleys here they come in rape the mountains take the fucking coal uh take all the trees and uh then if you don't have the root systems <clears throat> where what they'll do is they'll come in especially with the coal mines they'll reclaim the coal mines and uh when they do that they just it's it's almost like um how you'll see the uh the steps in peru that they've got built into the sides of mountains they do sure. that same thing here and then plant trees on top of it but it takes years for those trees to grow so water just fucking runs off and uh do y'all do y'all get like mudslides and stuff too oh all the time yeah like roads will fucking give away <laughs> you know uh because a lot of them they're like there's a mountain that uh, i have to travel over that's oh god it, it probably takes uh eight to ten minutes for for me to get over it um, but it's built right on the side of the, the roads on right on the side of the fucking mountain. And, uh, so a lot of the places like that, um, there, there also will be water that's coming off and going under the road and it'll fucking wash out. And just all of a sudden, you know, you may have a, a 30 to 50 foot section of road that'll just fucking wash out and out of nowhere, you know? So yeah, mudslides happen. Fucking road give gives way a lot of times. Like the infrastructure up here, is shit. The bridges are fucking horrible, and uh, the roads are horrible. And they come in to pave them. They just do like shoddy ass patchwork that has to be redone the next year. You know? They, yeah, or or like chip and seal, which is just like yeah, the cheapest bullshit you can do. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> but I mean, where they throw throw down so much salt and. uh 
seen the uh temperature fluctuation that we get a lot of times i mean it these roads are fucking horrible up here they're terrible on cars like living in north carolina i never really had to maybe in the lifetime of a car i would have to change my brakes like three times maybe i I do a brake job once a year up here so it's it's a fucking nightmare on your vehicle the wear and tear Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Hammer can attest to uh, northern nightmares on cars with salt and shit like that. It's gonna rust. You definitely need to replace your brakes every couple of years. I tell you, I'm. I really am surprised at the amount of uh, like nice classic cars that I see up here. You know, I'd see them a lot in uh, North Carolina, but the ones that were in really good condition, we thought that they were like uh, West Coast cars, you know, or Arizona desert cars and shit like that. And uh, I don't know if these cars are just garage kept or <clears throat> complete, uh, like off the frame restorations that people are doing or what, but there are some really, really nice fucking vehicles up here, like, you know, 50s to 70 model, uh, classics to muscle cars. So... There's a pretty big classic car community in this area that meets in various locations. You'll see them driving by all day. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was coming from uh, North Carolina on Monday, uh, stopped at a rest stop in Virginia, and there was a uh, 55 Bel Air, <clears throat> one of the best-looking 55s that I've ever saw in my life. Uh, it was black, but fucking uh, old couple just uh, – taking a little fucking cruise in that thing. Oh, awkward. Silence. He just said, well, he just said in here, I just realized how hot it is in here. I'm sweating now. It's been nice all day. Boys, I got to take a piss and get a drink. You, uh, you take the show over real quick. All right. Oh my God. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Getting psyched up for another week of work. Yeah, today is Sunday. It's fucking... Uh, this shit's going to throw my, my entire week off doing this show tonight. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just one of those things that's out of the uh, out of the norm. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck things up. So, yeah, I have to adjust. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, classic cars, man. I, uh, you know, I've been around that culture a lot. Um I don't know if anything, a, uh, a 72 Chevelle is, would be like, if I could hop on something to, to fucking, like if I had to pick, it would be a 72 Chevelle. I don't know why. It's just always kind of been the, uh, the vehicle that I've always dreamed about having. That's a nice man. Uh, do they do rat rod stuff around you at all? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that rat rod stuff. It's yeah, like a too. straight eight taken out of a tractor yeah. <laughs> in the front end of this little thing. Yeah, man, I saw um, the the culture was bigger down in the Charlotte area uh, for for the rat rods, but dude, I've saw some amazing machines. Uh, that that stuff's great. Yeah, it's, you know, the fucking wilder the better. You know, uh, fucking some of this shit put together with chicken wire and. Yeah, you know, other type shit, but they they found a way to make it look good. So some of the stuff they throw together is nice. It's straight rat pink from cartoons. Yeah, Which there's a big, that's up uh, past your head. Yeah, I know. 
uh, I saw a big rat fink uh, mural. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, here recently. Uh, I can't remember. It was up in this area somewhere. Um, but it, when I drove out, I was like, "Holy shit, rat fink!" I ain't fucking saw that in a long time. I saw last bit of bit of a little American lore there. Yeah, not too many people know about it anymore. Those used to be everywhere when I was younger. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <clears throat> Me too. Not Hot Wheels, uh, cars. Um, no, hot, yeah, Hot Wheels are matchbook cars. They had um, a whole Rat Fink series, all yep. different cartoon characters. Uh, I found, you know, th- this this is the house that I grew up in. So, you know, uh, most people know that my grandfather recently passed away. And uh, so I've been cleaning the shit out of here. And some of the stuff that I've been coming across lately, but I found some of my old micro machines. Oh yeah, completely, completely huh. fucking forgot that those things existed, and uh, you know, just <clears throat> seeing something like that brings back the nostalgia. But you remember the uh, the commercials for the micro machines with the guy that talked like a thousand yeah. miles an hour? That fucking yeah, brought me brought me right back to those days and those commercials, man. I love uh, micro machines. Yeah, it was a another fucking time back then, you know. Which I'm sure, well, no. I'll take that back. I was going to say, I'm sure that some of the same problems and shit, no, not the same like fucking world problems that we're having weren't going on then. But you know, when, when you hit adulthood, you start worrying about different shit, fucking finances and stuff like that. So I'm sure that, you know, my parents, they had that shit to deal with, but, uh, dude, it was so fucking good being carefree for, you know, just your childhood. Uh, that's something I'll never fucking get back. Uh, yeah, I'd say maybe you could get it back if uh, fucking money don't buy happiness, but it, it sure as fuck cuts down on a lot of the worries that that you have. You know. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. It's a, if you already have some amount of happiness, money would make it a lot easier to expand oh, on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like these, like you said, uh, not knowing the. The fucking price of milk but you know yeah. a lot of these elites and the politicians they they don't have to worry about paying their fucking power or paying for medicine or for food and no. having to make those fucking decisions you know am i gonna take this shot of insulin today or you know am i gonna fucking eat uh so yeah it's yeah, yeah like, the- like x cube says money gives you options that's 100 percent what it is you know it's just fucking it's you know I don't. I don't think that anything materialistic is going to make me happy. Um, it may for a little bit. I know every time that I've bought a new car, like it takes about two weeks for that shit to wear off. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, I got a brand new car, and eh, two weeks later, I'm like, ah, fuck, it's a car. You know? First, I'm parking, you know, fucking fifteen rows away from the. Uh, the shopping cart return thing that's bolted into the ground at the parking lot. And two weeks after that, you get the first scratch and scratch on your car, you know, it'll park inside of that fucking buggy return. You don't give a fuck. The newness is wore off. And <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Yeah. I'd say money doesn't make you happy, but I definitely agree with X cube. It definitely gives you options, you know? Yeah. If you want to say fuck this place and go somewhere else, you got the money to do it, you know? Yeah, 100%. 
or you don't like this fucking job and you saved up some cash, you can just, you know, give them the fucking middle finger and go find yeah, something I'm different. Yeah, I'm going my... Hey, fella, don't you take this job and shove it. Take this yeah. job and shove it. Good old Johnny working here yeah. no more. Okay, yeah. I think I got to take a little bit of a leg stretch, too. So I yeah, man, down I... too long. My back's starting to seize up. <laughs> I'll be back in a second. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, fucking. Uh, I like the '80s country, man. Outlaw country, shit like that. Fucking Merle man, Haggard. And... Man, that's that's where it was all at, dude. You know. Oh yeah. Fucking. I mean, I Jennings. Now, don't get me wrong. I do. I do like some like '90s stuff, and I do like some of the newer stuff. Uh, you know, I do, I do like some of the newer stuff that's that's kind of underground country. Um, I'm right. mainly a, I'm mainly a bluegrass guy, which yeah. uh, you know should show a little bit from the new show intro. Um, bluegrass is part bluegrass and metal uh, are yeah, my dude. favorite you, my favorite kind of music. And you would not believe the amount of uh, bluegrass like VHS VHS tapes, CDs, cassette tapes, and shit that. I've found in my grandpa's room cleaning shit out. Like that was his thing was bluegrass. I've got thousands of hours of fucking bluegrass music sitting in, in the floor of his bedroom right now where I'm just kind of going through and organizing shit. But yeah, you know, yeah, I, that was I, thing. I just grew up a big metal head and you know, yeah. you know, shit, you know, I'm wearing a fucking metal shirt right now, a trivium. Um, but I grew up a big metal head, you know, and, Metal, you know, it has its roots in blues, you know, the, mm -hmm. the flat fifth, the devil's note, you know, all that good shit. Yeah. And, you know, country and bluegrass is, you know, blues derivative too. And, um, you know, it's one of those deals, man, you know, it, uh, I always liked bluegrass specifically kind of like the more dark bluegrass and stuff like that, but it, it just, it has that drive, that dark sound. It, it's, you know, it's it like I said, it's just real driving, just like metal is. You know, you can get up and mm -hmm. fucking go when you're listening to bluegrass. And uh, don't get me wrong, I, I do like some old, you know, slow fucking bar country music. You know, um, but <laughs> definitely listen to some old uh, David Allen Coe and you mm -hmm. know, well, like you said, Johnny Paycheck, you know, stuff like that. An outlaw country. Soundtrack to White Boy Summer over here. Just about all I've been listening to. <laughs> oh yeah. man, I can't, I can't I, believe, I can't believe Chet Hanks made that fucking video, dude. White, White Boy Summer. <laughs> oh, what the, a joke! White Hanks. The the um, I guess the the newest country that I can appreciate is still '90s country. Um. Anything after that, I was I don't know. It, it, it don't do anything for me. But like the still some of the people that were in the eighties coming up through the nineties. Garth you know, Brooks. Can, yeah, I mean Garth Brooks, <laughs> like fucking Alan Jackson. Oh, I'm, I'm a huge Black. fan of uh, George. I'm a big George Strait guy. I love. Yeah, I like George Strait. Yeah, I got I got a lot of George Strait. Uh, yeah, Travis know, in, Tritt. In library. Yeah, I like Travis Tritt. And what was uh, Garth Brooks? Um, alternative. Per, oh, alternate the, personality fuck if you wouldn't have, was it was chris somebody wasn't it um fuck whoever it was like the albums did not do 
anything worth a shit. <laughs> well, it's kind of like surprise. Hey, country me. fans, you like emo bullshit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could still see him with that fucking Gaines, Chris Gaines, Chris Gaines. Yeah, yeah. With you know, just his fucking head down, and I could see that album cover still in my head. That was uh, God, that was fucking. You want to hear this nightmare. before a football game? Yeah, exactly. Nope. Neither does anybody else. I got to reply to X Cube. So, uh, yeah, before this COVID bullshit, um, I had bought tickets to see Trivium with Lamb of God in concert. And uh, all that shit had to be canceled, which is uh, some fucking nonsense, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't know when me and my cousin were talking about this shit today we we went into walmart and i'm like thank god the fucking mask nazis aren't aren't getting on to us anymore but then we still looked around at the uh the fucking lemmings in the store that were wearing their mask like they're actually gonna fucking do something and you know it, it just god it's it's the fucking the most unhealthy people that are wearing these masks too you know that they're uh 400 pounds and can't wait to get to the fucking fast food <laughs> restaurant after they bought everything fucking processed and made out of sugar in the store to take home and fucking eat. But yet, Oh, they got that mask on because they worry about their, uh, their fucking health. That's <laughs> like the people that are, you know, supersizing their fucking extra value meal at the fast food place and order a diet Coke because they think somehow that's going to be fucking healthier. You know, I got, I, I got, I got my two masks on, on my mobility scooter with a fucking basket full of diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I fucking, I ate my way into better parking. That's such bullshit. Like I, said, I, I can't talk, you know, I'm a fat guy myself, but I mean, I fuck, I know supersizing and diet soda ain't going to do me any favors. So shit. At least yeah, I well, well, right. At least, <laughs> yeah. But you fucking, you're a logical thinker. I mean, you you know what the consequences of this shit is. These people think that they're actually doing something and contributing to society by wearing a mask. Fucking idiots. I just, yeah. Just I got that out. I, I, it is. It's just become the largest mental disorder. I'm. It, it did push some things to second and third. But this is, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to shake this paranoia or whatever the hell these people are experiencing. This endless like, virtue signal. Yeah, like my cousin Russell had said too, he was all like, well, I'm still waiting on the fucking second wave to hit. And, I, you know, one day they're pushing the, uh, the variant. And then the next day I'm not hearing a lot about it. So I'm still on the fence if they're going to do it. But, you know, we have talked about some of the other countries that, that have kind of started getting shut down again. And then okay. the countries where their president's up on there saying that if you don't fucking take this jab, we're going to throw you in jail. So Sydney's on their second yeah. round of lockdowns. Yep. Yep. And it's like take we're under attack by the Greek, <laughs> the Greek yeah. alphabet. It's just what well, was the Lambda variant and the Epsilon variant. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking fuck, man. I need to make a cover of that and take this jab and shove it. I ain't wearing a mask no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should do it in the John Anderson voice, though. <laughs> John, you know, straight tequila night and similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Anderson. Uh, he's got the, I don't know, man, one of the most uh, 
I won't say iconic, but his voice is distinct. How's that? But yeah, I'm I'm really glad. Uh, I do gotta say, I'm really glad where I live. You know, the mass shit never really it never really took off. Really, you know, you had boomers doing it. You yeah, know, you had some fucking rich fucks and stuff that were all paranoid. But it's kind you know, of the same also, here. There was a lot of fucking businesses, like I said, that were skating around it, you know. Oh, well, I mean, it is a mandate, but uh, as long as you have a food or a drink, you don't have to wear it. So they're just like, yep, here's a cup when you walk in the door, you know. I mean, you know, and there was a local uh, local bar here. It's a bar and pizzeria that's really good. Um, And their owner is, uh, he's very, very conservative and uh, makes no bones about letting people know it either. And, uh, you know, he, he basically just said, fuck it from the beginning. Um, Mm -hmm. he never, he never made anybody wear nothing. And he ended up having, uh, a little fucking, uh, multicolored hair, you know, liberal fucking door dasher, uh, report him, uh, for not doing it and got his business fine. So just stupid shit, man. Like there's so many people who just went completely and fucking lost their mind. Uh, you went with that whole California mode where it's like, well, snitch on your neighbors and snitches yeah. get rewards, you know? It's like, well, I'd really <laughs> like that. <clears throat> It'd be nice to see now that like the, the, the mask emails that have came out and all the other data to see if some of these people could go and fight the fines that were imposed on them you know like you've you've got the guys up in new jersey i think that were making the podcast rounds because they're G- the gym owners that got shut down right um all the shit that they had to, <clears throat> to deal with it's just it's bullshit and uh especially now <clears throat> with the emails a lot of them coming out you know they they knew that it was bullshit from the beginning so if they're able to prove that um it, it would just be nice to, to see somebody uh stand up and, and fight some of these local governments that they were dealing with. Sure, they're going to make it as hard as fucking possible. Drag their feet. A chance of getting... Yeah. Like a good judge is pretty rare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and, and tying shit up for years in litigation fucked people over too, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot of techniques that these people can can do to fucking bankrupt people that are trying to fight them or, you know, just make it completely not worth it uh, for them to, to even try. If I had I fuck I you throw away money, I would. Yeah. Fuck you money. Yeah. I, I still think it's deplorable that they, uh, there was that one single mother with like a couple kids that owned like a bakery or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she just, she just kept it up. Um, or she, you know, she got tired of it cause she couldn't feed her family. So she opened it up and they fucking arrested her, you know, and put her in jail. It's like that. You know, where, 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 where were we going during this whole thing? I mean, it, it's just, you know, at what point in time do we decide, you know, enough's enough and this bullshit needs to end. Um, and there's all, I think we have that option, but <laughs> Uh, there, there's good. always an option. It's just whether or not people want to do what it takes, you know. I mean, I, I drew my line in the sand a while ago. But I got a little article here. 
Pfizer and U.S. health officials to discuss COVID boosters on Monday. Uh, they're going to... Tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, COVID-19 vaccine maker Pfizer Inc. will meet with federal health officials as soon as Monday to discuss the need for a booster dose of the coronavirus vaccine as it prepares to seek authorization, the company said on Sunday, today. Uh, I mean, they're they're already going to start pushing the next round of this nonsense. They're not going to wait till the end of summer. And I think I, I missed out on a lot of the sort of superficial fear that's pushed on people because I don't buy any of this stuff. But if you take it seriously, all these lab-based variants that they keep coming up with could be potentially terrifying. But you might have to do something like question the uh, efficacy of that vaccine, that experimental drug platform that you just shot into your arm. Let's do it again. Yeah, I think I think more people are having issues with with the yeah, vaccine than they are the fucking COVID. Yeah, which I mean, you know, I'm one of those people who, frankly, I thought uh, I you know, I thought the whole thing was just nothing but a, a flu that was overblown anyway as a narrative. So, considering the flu death rate dropped to about zero, it seems that. Something they just got rolled transferred up the something. numbers. Yeah. yeah, and the heart disease and cancer and any other death just got labeled to fit their narrative. It didn't really matter. It's, I mean, it doesn't matter what you show these believers. They're not going to change their mind about this thing. At this point, it's locked in. This is forever for them. We're going to have to deal with this. Well, next the uh, so the boomers the, disappear. Well, you know, next the the, the next route in it is uh, well, the supply lines are short, so uh, we're gonna need you to eat the bugs, bigot, and uh, live in the pod, and own. Oh, no. Yeah, this is so the great reset, the dairy baby. Farmers. You're in it. Yeah, this isn't a trial run for shit. This is the real deal. Just wait for reality to come crashing down on us. Oh, here we go. I got the OpenVirus website. It's been updated. We're up to 9,000. This as of the 7th. Isn't that our last show? Yeah. Yeah, did we say about 9,000? That was yeah, I think rest. so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dusty and I. Hey, Dusty, our estimate for... Uh, oh, I'm going to let him get his ears back on. Huh? Dusty, our, our ongoing estimates for VARES seem to be spot on. This is from Thursday, the 7th, our last show. We guessed yep. about 9,000. There it is, about 1,000 a week. A little bit more because it was just under 7,000. Not surprised in the least. Yeah. So this number is just this – is, this is the scary bit because we've never seen anything like this and – as we keep reminding people, this is just one to ten percent of the actual number. And why? My question is: they they fucking try to scare the shit out of us in the mainstream media by having these fucking death counts up in the fucking top hand corner of our screen. Why aren't they doing it for this? 
Uh, their, their whole narrative would collapse. R- rhetorical question, Hammer. I know. Uh, <laughs> there's been 210 yeah. more miscarriages than. <sighs> That's well, the, yeah. miscarriages don't count, especially to the people. Right. that they're not yeah. babies. Yeah. yeah, these are baby killers we're dealing with. They don't give a shit. Ah, uh, no, it's a clump of sales. Who cares? So yeah, it's uh. That'd be a selling point for them. Speaking of check the plus column, I saw some really wild. I I need to find it. I'll bring it up on like next show or something when I find it. But I saw something the other day about like uh the Hollywood Cannibal Club, and it was for real. Like it's like they they have like ethical preparation of uh, human meat and shit. And there's like a bunch of fucking there's like a bunch of like hollywood directors and shit that are like uh belong to the club and involved with it and like one of their mottos spirit cooking woman involved i think so yeah 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 abramovich yep and uh i'm pretty sure it's 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 real um and somehow they're allowed to do it uh yeah i watched they they talked also well, I was gonna say they also talk about like, uh, you know, we 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 uh basically only get the freshest, youngest meat uh, for the Cannibal Club. So <laughs> that's fucking uh, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It's these fucking uh, underground tunnels and shit like that are all bullshit, right? Until they find them, yeah. <laughs> or in, or in, or until an apartment building with uh with with McAfee's dead switch and it falls into one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another another one of the things that's being questioned right now too, right? A tunnel there. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, and then the fact that uh, you know, Israeli IDF took over the investigation. Yeah, I, I just, that yeah. raises every single fucking red flag that there is. I still don't understand. It's like, why it's is like a foreign if, if you don't want to make a situation seem suspicious, that's the number one thing you don't yeah. do is bring Israel in on it. I know exactly. There's sort of there's sort of a you know there's people in the conspiracy realm start to make connections when we see buildings collapse at free fall speeds and the israelis show up it's yeah. sort of like rubbing our face in something uh, these weren't dancing though this time <laughs> right <laughs> they were just there to help yeah uh, yeah the, the explanation i heard from people was that they're they're used to uh, rubble and people recovery because they're uh, bombed by oh. Palestinian ter- terrorists all the time. Is that a joke yeah. or is that really? No, that was that was that was a ser- that was a serious like like explanation for it. Wow, I think it's more from practice when they bulldoze bulldoze a house to make room for settlement expansion. They can dig yeah. the kids up and shoot them in the testicles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But they're our greatest ally and should never be questioned. U.S. Liberty. <clears throat> give, them, give, them, give them more money. They, they need 30 more million. Yeah. Uh, my cousin, he was, uh, when I went over to his house earlier, watching a YouTube video or something, and he was like, ah, it looks like we're one step closer to a fourth stimulus. I was like, oh, okay. 
So I don't know. I didn't look at too much into it, but he was saying that a lot of people are on board now and pushing for it. So don't have much more detail than that. So is it more hush money or well, you heard it here first, or, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It'd just be another massive payout to everybody else, but us, but us. Exactly. So, uh, there should be some uh, Iranian transgender studies that gets about ten million dollars of it. Paying for your own bailout and only getting like ten percent—it's <laughs> such a kick in the nuts. I know it. I wish you give me what? all of the tax money I've ever spent back. That'd be a nice place to start. Yeah, if it fucking made sense, we wouldn't be doing it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the thick or flip logic on its head that will i feel like that's, that's a good hint the, where we're going that's been the motto of uh, the government for a while if it makes sense like uh you know we're stay away do it. yeah yeah i could i could see one of their fucking uh uh chamber meetings that they're having and, and one of the politicians saying well i mean it makes sense and fucking a guy slamming his hand down on the table and be like nope we ain't doing it that's not what we do here. How dare you? Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi smells like an explosion at the alcohol distillery. Kid, <laughs> <laughs> he's so fucking funny, man. I love him. Um, I'd I'd love just to fucking be around for a day and see what kind of crazy shit this guy says, you know? Seems like he's probably still a drinker. Yeah. Probably get, would, be fun to get hammered with. Yeah, I would I would think that he's he, he is. Yeah, I guess. He walks around with a flask. <laughs> it's like a cartoonishly large flask. Yeah. Metal handle he pulls out of his jacket. People like Nancy Pelosi, it's just such a good example of why the government doesn't work. They've got a decade-long, decades-long timeline of governmental failure and their involvement yeah. in governmental failure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I prefer it when government does as little as possible, but you've got all these people acting against the interests yeah. of the country Term just limits. nonstop, and they don't seem to have too many barricades in front of them just making these awful policy decisions or just deciding to spend money on really just shit avenues that yeah just payouts to private corps or government entities or foreign countries brainwashing nonsense even throwing money for at schools is pretty much all of those <laughs> yeah yeah that's true the worst. Well, was, I, was, I think we're all getting to it. Y'all want to wrap it up? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, fucking... I'm in pain. I need to stretch out. Let's say, man, we, we've uh, it's almost hit the two hour mark on a Sunday fun day. So, yippee doo doo. Do you guys got any uh, closing thoughts before we get the fuck out of here? Oh, uh, don't think. It just leads to action. Action gets in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Go back to sleep. 
go back. To, that's my best advice. If you're at all capable, go back to sleep. It's painful out here. What about something with God and wood and nickels? Oh, yeah. No, well, I mean, oh, yeah, on, on closing, I will say uh, everybody go with God and don't take any wood and nickels. And uh, I'd have to say uh, peace out and uh, keep your buttholes tight. <laughs> with that being said, guys, uh, this has been Dead Trust Podcast the face reveal sunday fun day stream i'm glad all of you came along for this uh bumpy ride um we'll have another show coming up again tuesday and uh we should have a nice rss feed coming out pretty soon it'll expand us to a few more platforms and uh with that being said i think we're out of here boys deuces